The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Chrissy, what's up? What's up, Johnny? Happy Monday morning. I know. <laughs> Happy, is that the word? Okay, let's use that one. <laughs> Happy Monday morning. So, folks, as you all know, can figure out, it's the show is always on Tuesdays, but Day after a holiday, we all know how that's been running for me. Yeah. So we took advantage of um, my guest availability. Mm-hmm. He was able to make it. So we're recording this. Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that inception. You're throwing me all we off on that one. this yesterday. We recorded we're this in, yesterday. We're currently in the past. So if I don't give you a shout out or Anthony don't give you a shout out, that's why. Yeah. We all love you. We all know who's there. Daddy Dutch, Big Rome, Mrs. Mag. Yeah, I'm on time today, Kent. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're real early yeah, today, Kent. Yeah, Kent. Where are you, you know, right now? All the all the boys and girls out there. Yes. So let's get into it, Chrissy. Let's do it. Today brought to you by... Uncle Steve Shake. The number one best tasting shake on the planet is Uncle Steve Shake. Uncle Steve Shake is handmade, hand-measured, hand-mixed, and hand-packed. Uncle Steve Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in now 15 awesome flavors. The latest three being CJ's West Coast Shake, the new Texas Cajun, and the new, new All-American SPG, which is no sugar, no MSG, vegan and keto friendly. So if you really care about those things, that's the shake for you. Uh, Don't forget also Uncle Steve's sauce with no name. It's my personal favorite. Uh, I'm almost out, by the way, Uncle Steve. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what you are eating, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you have any questions, Uncle Steve has great customer service to help you with all your shake needs. Go to UncleStevesShake.com to order your shakes today. Also on the website, you're going to find fantastic tips and recipes for the for those shakes you'll be amazed at just how versatile these shakes are folks and while you're online why not head over to facebook which you're probably there right now watching the show so after the show go over to uncle steve shake nation and join the group uh, to stay up to date with all the latest creations made using uncle steve shakes and maybe even share some of your own it's time to step up your backyard barbecue and your competition barbecue game with uncle steve shake uncle steve shake shake some on what johnny everything, everything. who else are we brought to us by you buy Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Com. Today's show also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Whether you're the family grill master or a professional pit master, quality tools are going to make it easier for you to be your best on that grill. Longtime firefighter and founder of Magna Chef, Al Infante, 
might know a thing or two about fire management. He has designed the Magna Chef gloves and the Freedom Barbecue gloves for you to get in and out of fast. With the magnetic swivel plates on the wrist, you can attach, you can easily slip in and out of these gloves. They will keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely. No more getting stuck in hot gloves. Depending on your glove preference, Magna Chef has two fantastic options. The classic Magna Chef barbecue glove, which is made of food-grade silicon, web-fit for a firmer grip, dishwasher-safe, one-size-fits-all, heat-rated to 500 degrees Fahrenheit, and comes in five awesome colors. They also have your second option, which is the more traditional five-finger, flexible, and pliable grip, a 14-inch long cuff to protect your forearms, made of heat-resistant neoprene, heat-rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit. These gloves are going to help extend your time over that fire. Both styles of Magna Chef gloves are great for barbecue and also kitchen use. So head on over to magnachef.com today. That's M-A-G-N-E-Chef.com and order yourself a pair of each. And at the checkout, make sure you use the promo code FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. Magna Chef barbecue gloves, master the fire. Freedom barbecue gloves, take a stand, free your hand. Also brought to you by Custom Cutting Boards, RUS.com. Ian Hemming is building what I consider... The Yeti of cutting boards, these out of Magnolia, Texas, these boards take an absolute beating. I'm going on year five of mine, and they are still holding up fantastic from the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board, to the absolutely massive 18 by 36 inch brisket board. And for the pizza lovers out there, we got you covered too for with the... Pizza board for the perfect even slice every time. Um, deep lip reservoirs to catch all the uh, beautiful ajou uh, and juicy goodness from whatever proteins that it is you're cooking. Um, the rubber nubs on the bottom, so even on a wet surface, the board will not slip on you. No more accidental cuts and stitches because the board slid on you. Uh, multicolors available, uh, personal engraving also available. So your company name, your team name, all that good stuff. He can make it happen for you. Check him out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That's customcuttingboardsrus.com. The letter R, us, dot com. Beautiful. So let us go. I'm excited. This is going to be good. Really great guest, you guys. If you follow us on the on YouTube or social media, you might have seen a uh, few of us using these products. The Fire Cups, the newest fire starter out on the market today. They are fantastic. But let's get the whole story from the owner and proprietor of Tiger McCool Barbecue Company and Fire Cups, Mr. Anthony Channels. Anthony, what's up, brother? How you doing, Mr. Mags? How you doing, sir? I cannot complain, sir. Thank you so much for taking time. We know it's a little bit early out there for you on the West Coast, so I, <laughs> I definitely appreciate you uh, doing what you can to make this happen today. No problem, sir. No problem. Just in here working away on those actual fire tests. Nice, nice. So, Anthony, t- tell everybody... How you got your start, you know, the barbecue and cooking journey all the way up into uh, fire cups? Uh, okay, I'll give you the, 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 the quick breakdown. Uh, 
my, I grew up in a uh, family. My dad was always a backyard griller. You know, we always had a place out at the lake, uh, Lake Havasu, familiar with that on the West Coast. And uh, beach camping, stuff like that. So it was always a Weber grill, you know, some Kingsford blue bag and some Kingsford lighter fluid. I mean, if you didn't have that smell combination as a kid, you probably just didn't know it was right. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, being on the West Coast, tri-tip's really popular with us. So we always had Sunday tri-tip. Dad would always, you know, do up a tri-tip and go to the liquor store and get a special kind of import beer to go with it and, you know, maybe make some new vegetables. You know, it was always uh, try something, but tri-tip was the base. And uh, I moved out when I was probably like 21 when I was in college. And uh, my parents got me a, a little nice gasser, you know, grill, little, you know, whatever. And my roommates and I would, you know, cook on it. And one day I seen the neighbor throwing away an old Weber kettle. And I'm like, hey, man, are you throwing that away? He goes, yeah, you want it? And I go, sure. I grew up with one of these things. They're cool. I, I got this gasser, but, you know, it is what it is. Two days later, the gasser went into the trash can and for the next, 45 or plus 25 years i've been cooking live fire only um i've never owned a gas uh propane grill since i was 21 years old um and i just got really heavy into barbecue i got it heavy into going to uh try barbecue places even though we don't have very many out here but i would travel four or five hours to places that were local try barbecue and then um i just got bit by the bug i'm sure like everyone else does you know that slow smoke everything trying but i didn't even know what rubs were i thought you know salt pepper and some lowry's and some onion powder was a rub you know i thought i was doing up all fancy with a little bit of cumin or something on there and then um, of course we got people like uncle steve that changed the whole rub game for everybody uh shakes actually you don't actually rub the meat on there so that's <laughs> right <laughs> um and so uh, that's pretty much my barbecue journey. I started Tiger McCool Barbecue Company uh, pretty much spawned out of the pandemic like everyone else does. And I was just selling barbecue every weekend um, out of a local market, um, doing Instagram pre-orders, you know, every every week. And um, kept me busy for two straight years. And um, I wanted to expand. So I looked into getting a bigger smoker. And uh, I called up Scott Smith from Southern Sea Smokers. Um, he's won the Jack Daniels back in 2018 or 2015. He's got a 180 and a 700 and a KCBS. So he's up there. You know, he's got a perfect brisket score. And uh, I had him make me a limo junior custom made. I uh, got my dimensions and everything at it. And uh, I got it here and I unpacked it all. And I had got my ash pan and all this, you know, nice ash pan that comes with it and everything. And then I thought to myself, well, how do we start these things? You know, what do you use? And Scott says, a propane torch. And I said, I'm not going to stand there upside down for five minutes lighting a, a propane torch. I'm going to think of something that I can set underneath that. And the fire cup was born. I just started R&D and thinking of ways to, I started off with sawdust and, and dryer lint and anything that I could get to sit right underneath there. Yeah. Um, the fire cup was made, but the fire cup also spawned and birthed other products that we use. So then the fire bridge was born. The fire bridge sits right on top of the ash pan now. So now your, your, your starter is right below your, your gravity feed and it's trickling down through the ash pan. So you're not, you know, making a mess. We've got the perforated metal and, um, just snowballed one thing after another. Um, Solution based, you know, basically people would throw us a problem. Hey, I need to light this pit this way. What do you got? You know, I don't, the fire starter won't fit in the, in the opening that comes with it or mm -hmm. they burn too, too black or dark, not clean enough. And, uh, just 
solution based. Every time someone throws us a curveball, we just we try to fix it. And um, a, a barbecue mentor of mine, and he's also a Team Fire Cup competition member, Steve Conaway, he said, "Hey, keep building the perfect mousetrap." And that's just kind of what we're doing. You know, every time someone gets out of the trap, we just make it better. Nice. Now I have, I have a couple of the fire cups here, you know, there's a little bit of a heft to it. Not nothing crazy heavy, but it, you know, they're firm, you know, so they're packed nice. Um, it's wax cup. Um, then your material, and then there's California custom blend, and then there's a you know obviously everything's held together by like a like a wax, a wax film. But you just said the California custom blend. <coughs> Excuse me. How long was the um? I, I guess the R and D process to get it uh, exactly how you wanted it, so it you know it doesn't burn out and. Third, a minute, or doesn't yeah, sit there and yeah. burn for a half hour at a whack. Yeah, I mean, minus all the, I mean, I've been, you know, the, we're, we're we've had the website up for almost two years now, so we've been doing it for about two and a half years. Um, as far as where the cup is, like the cup you're holding, I think that probably is the OG cup, yeah, in the middle of the road. So yeah, the OG cup. That's that's the one I started with. That's our all around go to. And the funny thing is, is the reason why there's a junior cup is because the uh, tomato and the egg users didn't like the OG with too much fire. They wanted something dialed back. You know, just like uh, Jeremy Yoder from uh, Mad Scientist. He loves the XL cup. He can light a stick burner, you know, with one XL cup. You know, get a 750 gallon rolling with just one of them. Um, so the blend started with me was working with the filler for one. I started just using oak. I, you know, have a hammer mill. I was just hammer milling, chipping out my own chips, sizing them, which took forever to get, you know, perfect ones that would fit in those stuff. Once I got the fill down, I like, I started messing with the wax and you got to keep it all natural. So I use the soy wax, but there is a small paraffin blend in it. And the paraffin is just what's on the top. That's what gives that a quick ignitability okay. with the paraffin. Um, so the blend started with just oak, and I, I like it. The thing about it is, is they burn really fast. It's a hot fast, but it's not a very, very sustainable long fast, which no one was complaining about. I just watched it in different applications to where I thought to myself, oh, this thing could burn a little bit hotter, or this thing could burn a little bit longer. So I started working with the woodshed in orange. Um, they're, they're been my wood supplier since I was a small child, and um they started on the vision of sharp cooking wood, um, Patty and Mike did. So I went to Patty and I said, hey, I want all California-grown hardwood. So now we have it's almond, post oak, citrus, and avocado. It's all locally grown here in California. It's all sourced here. It's all processed here. Um, so I took out my manufacturing aspect of making my own chips, and now that's made custom for me by the woodshed. So um, every single blend is going to be the same, um, all, all sized perfectly. So I don't have big chunks and little chunks to where, you know, it's not burning as consistently as it needs to be. And, um, I've on my fifth manufacturer of the cup, believe it or not, the actual cup itself is, is a key part. So if there's five different manufacturers out there, that tells you there's five different versions of that cup. Um, the one I'm using now, I think it's hands down the best and I won't deviate from it. Um, and that's pretty much as far as, as far as the fire cup goes. It's just, um, 
it's so versatile. You know, if you talk to Daddy Dutch, I mean, you know, he leaves them out in the rain and they still light. People yeah. light wet wood with them. I've had guys in your neck of the woods tell me they wear out now, you know, had a big lighter, which doesn't give a lot of flame. And one click of a big lighter let a wet fire cup and save their butt. Um, Jeremy Yoder likes to keep them because, like, I, you know, the packaging is part of it. I, I use a really thick uh, Ziploc heavy-duty bag. You can throw them in your backpack. You're yeah. not having to worry about crushing a box. You're not worried about them getting crushed in the box. If you were kayaking and you dumped your kayak over, there's, the bag's going to float. You're, you're not going to get a soggy, you know, uh, cardboard box or, you know, whatever. Um, so they're, they're just versatile for everything you want to use them for. Yeah, the, like I said, I got, I, got the, I got the bag right here, and it's – you know, it's it's not your typical Ziploc sandwich bag. You know, just opening it, you know, from the from the sealed, you know, you you can you can you can feel, you know, because a lot of like the Ziploc sandwich bag, you yeah. do this and you're busting the seam. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? Shell bags are even heavier duty just because the cups are so heavy. Yeah. You know, so they're going to be well protected. And, you know, and like, like you were saying with Daddy Dutch, you know, left it out in the rain. <coughs> Excuse me. We had the comp a couple weeks ago. And as soon as we finished setting up, in comes the storm. And the storm hasn't stopped in 17 days, I might add. It's been raining every day since Friday, the uh, June 2nd. But it was, but yeah, I, you know, I had, I had these out there. And, you know, hitting the water off of the canopies and, you know, all of a sudden, boom, right there by the thing. It's like, oh, shit. I go, so, you know, kind of shook it all off and like, oh, here goes, here goes friggin' nothing. <laughs> and, and boom, right up. Right up and just, you know, in a, in a way we went. You, oh, oh, well. Uh but yeah, so like you were saying, that that's no word of a lie. Even you know, even wet, they will light up. Um, yeah, and the wind. I'm sure if you know everyone that's used them in the wind, they're 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 the, the wind ain't gonna beat a fire cup. Wind, rain, cold. I've seen uh, Scotty with the Scotty's backyard barbecue out there in the snow. He literally cleared a section of snow out on the ground, put his fire cup down. I think he had an asphalt patio or something lit his fire cup with the snow around it, picked this fully engulfed chimney up, lit, dumped it out, that fire cup sat there and burned for another five minutes in the snow and the wind, and he filmed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, the, the, so, I mean, I don't live in Wisconsin or New Hampshire or Iowa, and I, and I love it, the fact that the fire cups were in, uh, I think, 32 states now. As far as where I've shipped them, we're in uh, eight states now as far as retail. You know, we've made it across the United States with, you know, Florida, Wyoming, uh, Texas, California, Utah. Um, yeah, and multiple versions of those states, through multiple locations. Yep. So yep. it says a lot that um, they're versatile in different climates. You know, Florida, northern, you know, Pacific Northwest, you know, Pacific East North all that good stuff to where, you know, I don't have that weather where I'm sitting there going, yeah, you know what? Well, it's barbecue season. Let's break out some fire cups. It's barbecue day every day here. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you're not running into the, hey, it, it, it's 12 below zero. Let's fire up the smoker. 
and uh, you know, yeah. the snow's coming in sideways. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, we have a location in Casper, Wyoming, Grease Monkey Barbecue, and they do great sales. But I, I can tell when my uh, retail orders are slowed down because it's, you know, November, December, January, that no one's even going to his store to buy stuff, let alone barbecue. And so I get it. I know when my sales pick up around the nation as far as when the temperatures pick up. Now, like we were talking, you know, obviously the wet, the wind. And I, I, sh- I fuck, I, sh- I should have asked you this before, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't I, did I see, or am I imagining something else, of someone actually having a lit fire cup and pouring a bottle of water on it? I've, I, I've done that at a demonstration, so it's not on video, but I've done that. Someone walked up to me at a, at a live event, and I have my little my little orange Weber that I just keep lighting fire cups just all day long so people can see how fast they light. You know, they'll walk by 20 minutes later and the same cup's still burning. Like, oh, my God, you know, I'll use a, a colored cup just so they know it's not, I didn't, you know, switch it out or something. And uh, a guy walked up and he was kind of busting my balls. And I was cool with it because, you know, that's what you got to do when you're out there dealing with the public and your product. And uh, he straight up opened his bottle of water and dumped it right on my fire cup and that thing sputtered, sputtered, sputtered and it kicked back on and it started it, it burning. His buddy goes, wow, dude. I go, I'm cool with you doing that, but don't try to make me look like a fool in front of all these people. I know what my product's capable of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was the wildest. It's, you know, literally dumping a bottle of water on it and it, it kept on going. So even, even the water wasn't stopping it. <clears throat> I have a video of one, and the flame is actually burning completely horizontal. <laughs> the wind is blowing it that hard, and then a thing will not go out. It just took the flame from this way and laid it down just that put way. It, laid it down on the side. Oh, that's wild. <clears throat> you know, so like like you said, it's proven that the, uh, you know, whatever weather you can throw at it, they're going to hold up. Now, you took yeah. into consideration the different people using it, the different vessels to do it, like the big offset smoker like Jeremy had. You got the XLs. Then you got the OGs for, you know, you know everything else. All then, around your charcoal chimneys and stuff like that. Then the smaller ones for your Kamado, you know, big green egg guys. Yeah, and your, your little campfire hibachis, you know, your little, your little kebab grills and stuff like that, your tabletop grills. I have the... The Masterbuilt Portable Grill, the mm-hmm. Junior Fire Cup. Were, so Masterbuilt makes their own fire starter, but they don't make one for that unit. You put a, it, It's designed perfectly to fit in there. That's why I've made you know the, the, the Masterbuilt Gravity Fed Series mods and the Char Griller because those are the two common, you know, readily available big box stores that you can get those from. And so that's what the bridges were made for also, not just my Gravity Fed. I make them, you know, for those. I also make custom choke plates for the master built so because people were having problems with the chunk wood going through and melting their flaps so we make stainless steel inserts with perforated holes so that doesn't happen anymore um, basically any kit out there that you're using that you whether you built it yourself or it was you know built in china and you bought it at home depot we make a product for that fit it just might not be the specific one but it's going to work and that's what we pride ourselves in is everything that we put out there is going to work in whatever application you have nice 
And now, you know, so you've expanded the fire cups into like those, the the pans and the, the shelvings. Yeah, we make the fire cage. We actually have a new, you know, the badass charcoal chimney, the ultimate charcoal chimney that you can cook on and camp with. Um, that's that's what I was leading to, the, yeah. the, the, the chimney, you know. And that came out of, you know, people asking for it or, you know, this just – Hey, uh, I can take the regular chimney and put your own spin on it, your own improvements. How, do, how did that come about? Okay, so if you're familiar with SDA uh, uh, Competition State Cook-Off Association, you know, yep. 90% of those are in a parking lot of some kind of retail location that's hosting it. Um, so, you know, the, the kind of running joke is, you know, I'm going to go cook steak in a parking lot for $1,500. Well, that's actually what you do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you get a golden ticket as you're standing right there in a parking lot. But the, so a lot of them were, they, they light their chimneys on the ground because they're, they're using small cookers or using their end grills or their PK or their hasty bags. They're using grill grates only. So no one's going to set a charcoal chimney and talk to your grill grates. That's your money maker right there. I mm-hmm. mean, you don't scrub it with dust that spray and a wire brush every 30 seconds if you want to light charcoal on top of it. So I noticed they were, a lot of them were using big round, you know, the biggest charcoal chimneys they could buy uh-huh. so they can keep feeding you know, they're little burners. And so that's like their, their feeder little pit. And then I've seen some guys online and I'm sure uh, one or two people might know of, of the people that make their own charcoal chimneys. And I saw one and it was a hundred dollars and it said it was uh 18 gauge. I thought to myself, wow, that's a lot of money for 18 gauge deal. Long story short, we made the ultimate charcoal chimney and it also has its own ash pan. So now you can set the ash pan down in the parking lot, wherever you're at campsite, put your chimney on, you're going to be completely collected. You're not going to ruin anything. You're not going to melt anything below it. Um, the chimney is bulletproof. And then so a lot of people like to, you know, cook. I'm not asking an SDA guy to use a 10-gauge sentimental grate for his steak competition. I'm asking the, the home cook that loves to do a quick sear to go ahead and get the grate. And these things are bulletproof, too. And you can cook all day. It doesn't have to just be the cooking grade. It can hold your pot and pan on there. It can do whatever you want. Warm your buns. You can put a foil basket on here. It just makes the chimney more versatile. And um, we did a four-hour test burn with a heavy lump, heavy mesquite lump, and uh, medium oak split. I fed it consistently for four hours straight. And um, it's sitting right here behind me. It didn't even have a blemish. It didn't even change colors. Yeah. Um, and the heat that it gave off was amazing. So I got four of us together. We set it in the center of the ground and sat in our camp chairs and measured our distance until we couldn't feel the heat anymore. At least 15 feet away from it, we could still feel heat coming off of it. Oh, wow. As far as using it as a, as a heat source, you know, now you're done cooking and you want to sit around and do some s'mores or something or just shoot the breeze and have a whiskey in a cigar, you know, and that thing is still... You know, you reach over, grab a little split, and toss it in, and now you're feeding a mini campfire all night. No shit. That, yeah. That's great. Yeah, Johnny, it's pretty amazing. I'm, uh, the things that I've done to it and it's done for me is, is pretty badass. The next thing is a griddle top. The only problem with the griddle top is in my prototype, there's no grease disbursement. So if you got to, you know, want to do a smash burger, the problem is I'm having, you know, the juice strip. Yeah, down the sides of the chimney. So I'm trying to think of maybe like a a, a a channel or a drain or a notch or something. But yeah, there there will be a quarter inch thick full blown skillet top for that thing. Oh wow! 
That yeah, is bacon and eggs in front of the campsite, man, on a charcoal chimney. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that that's that that's fantastic because you know. Um, yeah, and by volume, so it's you know I, I measured. I, I I bought five of you know the ones you can all buy: the Kingsford, the Charger, all the all the nice ones. I spent thirty five dollars on one of them. The thickest metal was twenty two gauge galvanized. 22 and that's why they can make them in a round circle and punch them out like that um the deepest volume was eight inches and the largest volume was seven so this is eight by eight complete square eight by eight perfect i the distance between your bottom and your your insert plate as we call it to where the fire starter obviously you know we make the fire starter so we're going to make sure our fire starter lights the perfect height that we'd like it to so the inserts are set to a specific um, height, and that 16 gauge carbon steel is just bulletproof, all stainless steel hardware on it. Um, and so now we, by popular demand from our retail locations, they want us to scale it back a little bit. Ah, it'll be seven by seven, and it'll be 18 gauge. So lights it up a little bit, takes a little bit of volume out, but it makes it more versatile for the everyday backyard coaches to use. Okay, cool, cool. But that 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 style, the the chimney that that's interesting because the competition we were at <clears throat> two weeks ago, one of the stipulations because on the property we were on of a a a large alcohol beer company would not allow um, fire pits. So, yeah, you know, a lot there, of the yeah. guys had, you know, and they're just sitting there. And like you said, the, the, the temperature went from 95 degrees and sunny to raining sideways in 50 for the rest of the weekend. And what I would, I would have my, my chimney starter and, you know, standing by that and letting it warm. So if that, you know, if you're saying you can feel that from 15 feet away... That that's one way around that. I'm like, dude, dude I'm just lighting my my coals for for the smoker, and everyone's yeah, yeah. sitting around. That, that, that's like our rules here at the lake. You can't have a camping fire, but you can have a cooking fire. So when the when the game warden comes up and I got my chimney rocking with hot dogs, oh, this is a cooking fire. And then ten minutes later, it's a camping fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. That one just hit me. I'm like, oh, okay, that would work in that in in that case. Um, yeah. I mean, I stood, I mean, I. You know, I have a few videos on YouTube. I mean, I only do YouTube just to show our product. I'm not an actual, you know, personality. I don't, I don't film myself doing anything except for the product. But I stand on it, jumped on it, um, pretty much drive over it. I mean, it's, it's bulletproof. I don't know why you'd want to wreck something, but if you had to wreck it, it's not going <laughs> to let you down. You know, just like with the head-to-head competitions with with my. Um, my competitors in the in the fire starter industry, I'm sure a lot of people know. I don't mind saying the name. You got tumbleweed, you got wax cubes, and Jealous Devil came on the market with their cute little um, bath bombs or cocoa balls or whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I'll go head to head with all those because I don't have a problem with it. There's anyone can do the video. I can take you know a random person down the street and say, "Hey, film this." So it's not skewed. I'm not using some super special fire cup. I'm not using some messed up hacked up version of my competitor i'm opening the box just like same one you'd get and it's head to head um if you look at the boom i mean you can take a boom with two fingers and you can crumble it 
Yeah. Start crumbling the fire cup. Smash the fire cup with your hand. Your hand's gonna hurt right now, dude. I guarantee oh. you, you'll hurt your hand before you break that fire. You cup. know, I I got a I got a I got a grip like a bear, and yeah. you know, oh, you know, because because yeah. you're looking at it, and you know, okay, you you got your your you know your wood chips, and like I said, it's a wax cup. So, folks, you know, a lot of a lot of the same type of wax cups you're gonna find at your local local burger chain now. You know, because they have the the pump action ketchup and mustard condiments. These these are those what said same wax cups, and I'm sitting here, and it, it's not budging. It's not yeah. budging. You know, even even you know, even putting them yeah, I mean, both hands. Yeah. It's not yeah. okay. It, it it went a little bit, but that was just the cup wow. itself. The you know the packing and the material. That's solid, folks. Yeah. You know? And, you know, same thing with the, with the tumbleweed. You can take a tumbleweed, and I can have the whole entire tumbleweed in 25 pieces in the palm of my hand. Same thing. It's, you know, with durability. If you want to go, you know, it's three tumbleweeds to one OG. Uh, Jeremy Yoder made a joke, 10 wax cubes, you know, whatever. 10 wax cubes to one OG. Um, two to three boom to one OG. Um, it's just anything that they throw or they try to throw at us we, we got to beat hands down i'm just dealing with you know the name royal o you know the name weber the yeah. name jealous devil the thing about all those three products and i can stand by my product all day long all that wood is grown in california sourced right here the only people that touch that wood are californians and americans all those packages say made in mexico made in chile made in china I can stand by my product and say everything you guys touch is made here. Even the made in USA stickers are made in USA. I don't mess around. So there, they are. there it is, right there. Yeah, I made in US right it, on know. the packaging. Yeah, you know that that's and, uh, that's one thing you know that a lot of people that have taken my products on and start small retail, small mom and pop shops like Levi and, and Wyoming and uh, Jesse and Pitmaster Supply in Utah. This is, this is their family, you know, uh, um, you know, West Virginia, Tasker Barbecue Supply. This is, they wake up, this is their mom and pop shop, this is what they do for an income. They rather carry something like me and Uncle Steve, like you said, made by hand, filled by hand, weighed by hand, labeled by hand. I touch every single thing that you get into your mailbox, into your retail location. Every chimney is made here in this Fire Cubs Fab Shop. Every metal product is USA metal. I pay more from USA steel. I try not to raise the prices, but if I have to do it, I have to do it because I'm not going to give my customers crappy stuff. Yep. That's fantastic. How it is. Um, People say, oh, you know, the metal prices are out of control. Well, once again, it's if you buy in volume. So if you bought metal when the metal prices were low and the metal prices went up, your stock didn't go up. You still bought it for what you bought it for. These people are trying to say, I have to increase you know, the price of your pit because the metal price went up. Well, any good pit maker is not buying a sheet of metal per pit. They're buying it in bulk, I'm just saying. Yeah. So all this whole, you know, it's $5,000 for the smoke room with $3,000 last month. I, don't, I, I can't do that to people, you know. Yeah. The chimneys won't be $800 next week. Beautiful. You know, um, you know, Russia invaded Ukraine or, you know, China's not happy today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, these, like you said, the wet dump water on it, it's going to, it's going to work. They're going to hold up. I've seen them. 
I've seen it, you know, you use them, used them in, at the competition. Like I said, the wind was blowing that rain sideways, and it 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 lit lit my chimney to go that morning. You know, yeah, our comp our comp cooks are what really drive us. You know, I, my SCA, my uh, KCDS guys, guys and gals, I should say, very successful guys and gals. Um, because they're on the trenches, as I call it, you know, they're out there, like you said, oh, the wind came up on the event, the rain came up on the event, or, you know, I, I left the fire cups out, you know, just because I didn't think about it and it got wet. Oh, you know, oh, wow, they started. Um, so I get the feedback from, from everyone. You know, that's where a lot of the R&D comes from is the people that are using them every single day. Yeah. You know, like the XL cup wasn't needed until the bitches or whatever that dense charcoal that everyone did you know like prime six and jealous devil makes a version of it well one of my comp teams is sponsored by them and he was taking two og cups to light the fire so he's like hey can you make me something bigger well boom the xl cup started well the xl cup accidentally got into jeremy yoder's hand he had been in town a year ago and got an og cup and used it in the parking lot and was blown away and said, hey, we should film this. And the owner of Barbecue HQ, Eric Rowley, says, no, man, it's really windy. I don't want to do the cuff any injustice, which is actually funny because it would have been perfect to see it in the wind because that's where it was going to shine. So Mr. Mad Scientist knew about this product for a while. So when I got word that he was, you know, doing our little special thing last month, we made the mega cup. And uh, that thing burns for 27 minutes now. So it's yeah, he's the only one that has them. He has the first six test ones, and the video that he has out there using the fire cups lighting the Franklin pit and the 750 is yeah. with an XL and a Mega. Okay. So he will be using those now um, as far as to light his pit. Basically, uh, he went from his top five barbecue must-haves to his top six. He had his fire cup and his barbecue bug-out bag. His, his little bag that he showed up at the airport with has fire cups in it now. Oh. Fantastic! You can't go wrong. And TSA is okay with it because I said I, everyone kept asking me, "Hey, can I take these in my carry?" And I said, "Check bag or not, they're not going to light themselves. They're not self combustible." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, that's funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you got to worry that that the TSA there, who they 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 get they get questionable on some of the stuff. <laughs> it's like really, oh yeah, this bottle of water will jack up a whole play, dude. I mean. I, Oh. I can't tell you how many bottles of water I've thrown away at the checkout line just because I, I took a sip off of it. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it it it's it's wild now, but uh, but Anthony, man, I appreciate it, brother. Um, where can everybody um, find you social media wise? Your website for cups and all your products, things like that. Um, I don't have a huge social media presence. It's just that's me personally. Um, I'm on Instagram at Fire Cups at uh, McCool Q. Um, that's the website. Oh, that's the Instagram that shows, you know, our product only. Our website is www.firecups.com. That'll take you through everything we need or you need. The chimneys aren't on the website because I'm trying to adjust shipping because they're beef. They weigh, they weigh almost nine pounds. And if you get any accessories, you know, whatever, long yeah. story short, I keep adding up weight wise. But they can all be ordered through the Instagram or you can go on our website and hit contact us and let me know you want one. Either way, we're very accessible. Um, we're, you know, willing to help out anyone. Um, I don't ship to Canada as of now, so please don't anyone nail me to the wall on that one. 
But um, yeah, USA shipping is all within three days of your order. Beautiful, brother. Beautiful. And, I, uh, you know, you can you can you can go. You know, the YouTube channels. Everyone that has their live chats. You know, pretty much every night of the week, there's someone on there. Um, I'll jump on every once in a while if I feel like it. Say hi or show something with the product. But um, everyone jump in the chat and say hi and support the barbecue community. You know, you got the. the they can't, the Daddy Dutches and the Sleeper Barbecues and all the up-and-coming RXTX Barbecue, Yes, I Can, Simon, all these young guys, you know, uh, Le- Leprechaun, you know, everyone out there supports the barbecue community, but they support people like me. They have me on as a guest, and it makes me so proud of what I'm doing because you guys take the time to have someone like me on there, and I'm probably one of the worst guests because I'm not very tech-savvy, and I probably don't have the most exciting things to talk about, but I stand by my products, and that's what I love, and that's all I care about. That's what matters, brother. You, you stand behind what you believe in. That's 100%. But, Anthony, yeah. man, I appreciate you taking the time, man. It was awesome for you to do this. Like I said, this will be on t- tomorrow at 5 o'clock, so... All you know, right. I'll put the post up and everything. But man, thank you for trying to help me pull this off on a Monday morning. I appreciate hey, I'm it. Sorry, I, I'm sorry, I threw you a technical snafu in the morning, but I wasn't. You know, <laughs> that was that was one of the easiest ones, easier ones we've dealt with. It, <laughs> some of them get really crazy. But brother, thank you so much. Hang in there one second. I'll jump right back in with you. Awesome, Chrissy. Ah. Uh. Just get this thing fixed, Chrissy. <laughs> microphone hates me right now. That's all right. Hi, another great show, yeah. Yeah, great. Now I just want to like buy these and test them. I want to. Did you did did did? I know. I can hear you. I'm like, can you not break my bed? You're like, listen to how sturdy this is. I'm like, now I have. Oh, if I broke this, Dave would be pissed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What do we got coming down the line for next week? Next week. We have a very special guest. Uh, how do you I want to put this? Class of 2023 Barbecue Hall of Fame inductee, wow. Mr. Byron Chisholm. Mm-hmm. You know him more of, you know, going to all the stores and you see his rub up there for years. Bad Byron's butt rub. The big pay... Pink pig on the on the uh-huh. label. You know it. You've seen it. But yes, Hall of Famer Byron Chisholm will be joining us next week. Awesome. So tune in for that. But that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook, YouTube, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, notification bell. You have all the episodes right at your fingertips. Find all the social media links link listed down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.